three, two, one, and we are live. Uh, we are going to continue our uh, session as we talked about the seven thunders um, <clears throat> uh, coming out of the book of Revelation. We talked about the seven thunders, and the Lord allowed us to um, uh, understand that in Revelations, I'm going to read this in Revelations chapter number 10. Uh, I'm going to read this, and then we will review so we can be caught up and understand uh, why God has given this word and what God is saying. And in the book of Revelations chapter number 10, I'm going to reread this because this is, this is the key, key verse uh, uh, from the background of the seven thunders. Now, verse number 10, chapter 10 in the book of Revelations, uh, beginning uh, with verse number 2, and it says, And he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea and his left foot on the earth. And he cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders altered their voices. And this is where the message originally came from about the seven thunders. And verse number four says, And when the seven thunders had altered their voices, I was about to write. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders altered, and write them not. Father, we thank you now. We ask, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for it is him that we have our, our being, we move, we live, and we have our being, our total existence. We ask now that the teacher, who is the Holy Spirit, he will come and he will minister unto us, and he will give us our clarity and understanding. Now, Lord God, that you will, as you are preparing us, Lord God, for what is yet to come, you also allow us to see uh, through the mysteries of the Old Testament the, those things that will reveal what these voices altered that could not be written. And God, we thank you for it now. Have your way in me. Allow me, Lord God, to uh, be magnified through you. And we ask, Lord God, that you would magnify yourself through me. And uh, we denounce anything that's not like you. We denounce flesh. And Father God, we just ask that the teacher, he will speak to us and bring forth clarity and understanding. This we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Now, dealing with the seven thunders is, is uh, where we, had, we dealt with two of the phases of the seven thunders because we wanted people to understand that even though in the book of Revelations in chapter number 10, that when the thunders, they, they altered, in other words, when they spoke, when the voices was released, what was uh, spoken was so diabolical that John was told not to write it. And so once he was told not to write, write it or record it, so we asked through the Spirit of the Holy Spirit to reveal to us, show us some of the mysteries. And then God revealed uh, to us last week about the, the voice of God being thunder. And I used the illustration about how when I was a child, I don't know about you all, but when it was, began to thunder and lightning, we, we learned to sit down and it was quiet. <laughs> And it was voice, God's voice thundering and how the earth would shake and all of these things that would take place. And so, and the lightning was his voice going back to the heavens. But we also understood that the first voice that thundered was the voice in, in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve had, had, had fallen and they had uh, eaten from the forbidden fruit. So there when God's voice was walking in the garden, uh, they hid themselves. 
And so what they did was they took fig leaves and, and, and they took things of the world and they tried to cover their sins. And that is one of the things that, that mankind does today. When we find ourselves alienated from God, we will use the things of the earth to cover ourselves. So that first thundering, God was just upset because man tried to use the things of the world to, to find his own redemption. And the next thing was, uh, he talked about God sent judgment. He, he, the, the second thunder was judgment he had sent upon the things of the earth because um, they was using earthly things to cover themselves as well as offering up to God. So God released judgment on, on the things of the earth. Now, today we want to deal with the third thunder. We're probably going to do maybe two uh, because of the, the, the time framing and because of, of the things that are set forth today. Now, let's look in the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter number 19. Exodus chapter number 19. And dealing with that third thunder, because see, once we review in, 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 in the Old Testament, it will begin to paint a picture of what those voices have said in the book of Revelations in chapter number 10, those, those seven thunders that, that, that altered and they released a saying that John had to steal up. Now, the next thunder, things that has to happen is, uh, in Exodus chapter number 19, there will be a time of purification. If we want to know what's what those voices said there in, in Revelation chapter number 10, we have to follow the timeline of things that are happening. So this time there's going to come a time of purification or consecration. Amen. Now looking at Exodus chapter number 19. Now this is when the children of Israel have been released from Egypt. And now God has called for a, a consecration or a purification. The same thing he's calling for the church to do today. Amen. A purification. Now Exodus chapter number 19. Uh, 19 and um, begin reading at verse number 8. It says, And all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do. And Moses returned the words of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, I come unto thee in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with thee, and believe thee forever. And Moses told the words of the people unto the Lord. Now let's look at verse number 10. Verse 10 says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Go unto the people, and do what? Sanctify them today, and tomorrow... Let them wash their clothes. Let the people come to him. Let the people come. They have to be sanctified. Uh, and, and then in all, he says they have to be sanctified uh, uh, today. It means, it means today is that is which is required. And tomorrow is the next season. Okay? And he says, let them wash their clothes. Now, there's something significant about that terminology, wash their clothes. That means they had to be cleansed from the soul. It means, in other words, their clothes, their clothing or our temple or our garment, because our soul has been soiled or stained by the things of the world. So there has to be an exchange. So before we can enter in into God, because see, God is so holy, it's difficult. He can't look upon sin. 
Now, that's why we have Jesus, praise God for Jesus, Jesus that stands in between us and God. Amen. Because it's the blood of Jesus that allows us to be able to enter into the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so, so here he is. He said, now, you, you, you've been stained by the world. And since you've been stained by the world, there has got to come some purification. So before you can come and, and address me, because at the end of the day, we're all going to have to stand before God for ourselves. God's going to remove the filter, and we have to stand for our own selves. Amen? Now, he tells them they've got, they got to sanctify themselves, and they've got to be, uh, uh, the, they have to uh, allow uh, uh, purification to take place. That's why there's so many trials and tribulations taking place in our lives. That's why God often put us in the refinery, because the, uh, he tries to purify us. It's essential that we become purified, because that will come a reckoning day. Amen? Now, going back to, to Revelation, I mean, uh, uh, Exodus chapter number 19, verse number 11 says, and he says, And be ready against the third day. For the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people unto Mount Sinai. Now, let's drop down to verse number 16, because he calls for the sanctification. He gives them the time frame. Now, and, and plus they got to clean up. And verse number 16 says, and it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were what? Thunders and lightnings. I mean, it's the voice of God. It's the voice of God being released. And, and the lightning, we discovered that when lightning is going back up, that's God's voice going back to the heavens. And he says, and there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount. And the voice of the trumpet exceedingly loud so that all the people that was in the camp, they trembled. I don't know about you all, but when God begins to speak to me uh, 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 in, in such an audible way, my, my soul trembles. I mean, I, I'm, I'm fearful. I'm like, okay, God, oh, I, I know I've, I've fallen. I, I've, I've, I've not done all I'm supposed to have done, God, but, but I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want you to come with me in all of your wrath because we won't be able to take all of the wrath of God. There's no way. We will be consumed because God is a consuming fire. Now, verse 17 says, And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God. It's a time wherein the purification, when we have to meet with God. And that's why purification has to take place. That's why we have to sanctify ourselves because when we get ready to meet God, that's going to become a face-to-face -face meeting with God. And that's scary. That's scary. When we get ready to have a face-to-face -face meeting with God. Amen. You know, sometimes when you have a face-to-face -face meeting with man, it don't, it don't matter. You know, we put on all kind of faces, right? Because <laughs> sometimes we put on our Sunday morning face and we got everything is so wonderful and everything is so great. You know, and it's not that way. Amen. Uh, but when it comes down to, to, and see, we can deceive man, but we can't deceive God. So when we come face to face with God, he already sees through us. Amen. So here he is. He's, he's calling for a face to face meeting with God. And then the Bible says in verse 18, he says, And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the mount quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by a what? A voice. That's that thunder. 
You know, when he, when he comes down and, 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 and to that mounting and, and he begins to speak in his voice, everything begins to tremble. Amen? Now, all because we've got to purify ourselves because we cannot go before our holy God the way most of us think we can. Now, let's go to the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter number 12. The book of Daniel chapter number 12 because we're talking about a purification. You know, one of the seven thunders that's listed in the Old Testament that God revealed to help us to understand about the seven thunders that were sealed up, those voices, that message that was not revealed, we can find uh, examples or God will give us a picture of it in the Old Testament. Now, in the book of Daniel, chapter number 12, are we there? Daniel is right before the book of Hosea. Now, Daniel chapter number 12 says, in verse number 8, he says, And I heard, but I understood not, because see, Daniel is having a vision. Remember this, God will always reveal to his prophets before he does anything. He doesn't keep secrets. God will always reveal things. God will reveal things to every individual about their own life. God will reveal things to somebody before they take place. He would. He's that kind of God. He's that kind of loving God. Amen. Nothing slips up on us. So somewhere God will always reveal it. Now, Daniel says in verse number 8, he said, And I heard, but I understood not. Then said I, O my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? Now, verse number 9 says, And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words, look at this, for the words are closed up and sealed to the time of the end. Is that not interesting? The words, see, this is what Daniel was, was shown. Now it says here that it was sealed up until the time of the end. But in Revelation, there comes a time when there are some things sealed up that's so diabolical that we will not be able to handle it. So he has to seal some things up until it's proper timing. Now, verse number 10 says this. Uh, it says, uh, many, many shall be what? Purified and made white and tried. You see, that's where the tribulations come from. You know, a lot of times people say, well, uh, I'm going to be caught up in the rapture and I'm not going to go through all this. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. <laughs> Every saint of God will, will, will go through because there's no such thing as the rapture. <laughs> as man, man has taught through theology, okay? And we're going to prove that in the scriptures, okay? Verse number uh, 10 says, Many shall be purified and made white and tried. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Now, let's go to the book of Revelations. We're going to Revelations now, again. Revelations, I think we're going to go to chapter number, I believe we're going to go to chapter number 7. Yeah, Revelations chapter number 7, because we're dealing with the purification. Uh, one, of the, one of the seven thunders, the third one, is, is the purification of the saints. Now, we understand in Daniel it says many will be tried, right? And they have to be purified. Because when you're going through the fire, you've you, you, you got to be. There's no way you can't be purified. Amen? If you, go through, uh, if you go through a whole lot of hell, sooner or later, you're going to have it right, right? <laughs> I would think so. Amen? Amen. Now, Revelation chapter number 7. All right. 
Now, here we are. We, 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 oftentimes we talk about, and you'll find people always talking about the 144,000. We always talk about that, right? We often hear people say something about that. But I want to deal with this, 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 this purification here. In Revelation chapter 7, looking at verse number 9, he says this. He says, after this, talking about after he, he sees these, the 12 tribes, he's talking about the 144,000, the Christ and man, verse number 9 says, After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations, kindreds, and people, and tongues, they stood before the throne, and before the Lamb, they were clothed with what? White robes, they had palms in their hand. And then we look down and dropping down to verse number 13 in Revelation chapter number 7. Verse 13 gives us an answer here. Verse 13 says, And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? Where they come from? Those that have on the white robes for purification. Verse 14 gives us an answer. Verse 14 says, And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of where? Great tribulation. And heaven washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So anytime anybody tell, tell us or, or say to us, well, you know, we're going to be up and out of here and we're not going to have to go through the tribulation, well, see, those that became purified and sanctified and, and washed in the blood of the Lamb, the Bible says they came up out of the great tribulation. The great tribulation. So that means that things are going to get worse. Amen. It says great. There's no escape. I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful fairy tale, like Cinderella. <laughs> you know, you know Cinderella. You know, you get the slippers and the slippers, and one slipper's missing, and the prince comes and all that. It's a beautiful story, but that's all it is. It's just a story because we're going to go through the, the through the great tribulation. And so, if you don't want to go through the, uh, the great tribulation, that means well, we don't want to be with Christ. But see, that's one of the things we. It's purification. See, we've been sold by the things of the earth. So there has got to come a cleansing. And so the cleansing can only come through by fire. And let me tell you, I don't know about y'all, but I don't like going through trials and tribulations. But they are there for a purpose. Amen. They are there for a purpose. Amen. Now, let's look at the fourth, the fourth thunder. All right. Now, going back to Exodus. Let's go back to ex Exodus. Because now we want to look at the, the, the fourth thunder. Because see, what's going to happen is that uh, with the fourth thundering, Exodus chapter number 20 is what we want to deal with. Because see, there, there's going to come a time of testing. You know, there's going to come a time of testing. In other words, there's going to come a time when uh, you have to decide whose side you're going to be on. <laughs> now, either you're going to be for God or you're going to be from Satan. But there's, there's a purpose behind it. There comes a time of testing. So the fourth thundering is a time of, of, of testing. And not only is it a time of testing, but it's a time when we get back to the reverence of God. Because right now people do not reverence God. Amen. 
I mean, we'll do anything, anywhere, anytime, any place. Amen. I mean, and what we fail to realize, while we're worried about, yeah, God sees us all. God is there, and he sees everything we do. But what we fail to realize is this. God is in every individual. See, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside. So when I look at you, I should see God. And so by me looking at you and seeing God, that means I should have a fear or a reverence. Uh, amen? Because we're children of the Most High God. So, so God says there's going to come a time of, of reverence. There's going to come a time of, of fearing who he is. Amen? Because right now, you know, man is to the point where they'll do anything, mankind. It doesn't, even, it doesn't matter. Amen? That there's no reverence for God. Amen? Because, you know, I, I heard this week where they say uh, one of the things that they were so worried about now in, in our nation, in, in America, is the fact that they were going to target churches today. <laughs> they were going to target churches. So that let me know that there was no respect. You know, they, I mean, they in holy ground. Amen? It was just like when we was in, 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 in Louisiana and they were, we were giving out uh, 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 supplies and, 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 and food to people and, and there was this lady that came up and, and she began to curse. I mean, she began to curse, and and the preacher was there, and and the pastor was helping out, and, and she let loose some some stuff, and he said, "Well, ma'am, do you not know you're on holy ground? You know, demons don't care where they reside." <laughs> and she said she released one of them four-letter words, and said the holy ground, and that first letter start with F, not not it didn't start with L. So that lets you know there's no respect, no reverence. Amen. For, for the people of God or the places of God. Amen. But then you think about it. Now, the terrorists must know something that the body of Christ don't know or people as a whole don't know. They want to attack the church, the physical building where the saints reside. So if they, if they can kill out some saints, you know, that, that's quite interesting. Amen. So that, mean, that means somewhere they know and understand, okay, those people don't fully understand and realize what they're holding. Because what we have is priceless. And the, and the priceless gift is Jesus Christ. Now, let's get back to the reverence of God, okay? Exodus chapter number 20, and we're going to read verse number 18. Okay? So, see, with understanding now, with, with 18 and 19, they've been summoned to the mountain. And, and God tell them, you know, you, you can only stand at the foot of the mountain. <laughs> you, you, you can't go beyond that. Amen? So the, you let the priest go up, but, you, you know, you, you're sore. So you've got to stay at the bottom. Uh, so now in Exodus chapter number uh, 20, looking at verse number 18, it says, And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the trumpet. How can you see thunder? I know you can hear it. <laughs> That's the voice of God. But it says, they saw the thundering and the lightning and the noise of the trumpet and, they, and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, what did they do? They removed and they stood afar. When God showed up in all of his glory, you can rest assured we will step back and begin to reverence him. Because, see, when they saw God, when, when they was able to see, even when you see the noise, even, even when, it, when, when we see the conditions of, of our weather and everything is so crazy, there comes a time when we want to stand in awe and say, oh, my God. 
Now, this is God at work. So here it is. They removed themselves, okay? Then verse number 19 says, And they said unto Moses, Now watch this. Now, sometimes when God get on us so hot, we ready to listen, right? They say it's in verse 19. It says, and they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we were here. Now they're ready to listen to the leader. See, they didn't want to listen to the leader before. <laughs> but when they really saw the power, see, when they really saw the power of God, see, there will come a time when the filter is removed. <laughs> and God, you know, that's going to be that face-to-face uh, uh, with God. So the, the Bible says, and they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we were here. But look at this. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. Now, I, I mean, that, that, that's something, you know. If, 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 and, and all of his glory, and all, and all of his power, you know. Uh, and, and the Bible says he is a consuming fire. That's why Jesus has to stand in between us and God. Because we will literally be consumed. I mean, I mean, they, they, they was like, no, I, I don't want to see him, you know. And they had enough sense to know that once they fully got in the presence of God and, and they were caught up in their sins and wasn't cleansed, they knew that they, were, they would die. They knew that. I mean, they, it, it was nothing to speculate about. Now, verse number 20 says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God is come. Look at this. God is come to prove you. In other words, God is coming to test you. That word prove means test. And that his fear may be before your faces that ye sin not. See, there's no reason why we continue, mankind continue in sin because there's no fear for God. See, what, what we like to do is we like to ride on God's grace. But see, the sad part about that is if we want to look at God's grace and really examine God's grace and understand God's grace, then we would not do those things because of his grace. Amen? Because of his grace, because of his goodness, because of his love, because of him uh, uh, releasing his son, uh, and not only to, to give us eternal life, but to be resurrected so we can live forever with him, then we would have respect. We wouldn't be counting on God's grace to get me out of, out of a fix, right? <laughs> but because of his grace, we would not uh, uh, continue in sin. Amen? And, and, and so we can't, we can't stand on that. We can't, oh, well, God's going to know. You're playing around the wrong thing. Now you're playing with fire. Amen? Playing with fire. Then it says in verse number 21, it says, And the people stood afar off, and Moses drew near unto the thick darkness where God was. Isn't that interesting? God is in the thick darkness. He said, I created light and darkness. And he showed, Moses shows up. Now verse 22 says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Thus thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, We have seen that I have taught with you from heaven. So, so here it is now. They have witnessed God speaking with Moses, and so now they want, they want to hear the one, the mouthpiece that God has placed before them. Now, remember now, we're talking about a time of testing, right? We're talking about a time of, of reverence for God. Now, let's go to the book of Revelations once again. Revelations once again. And we are going to look at verse, uh, chapter number 6 in the book of Revelations. And we're going to begin... At verse number 16. Verse number 16. Verse number 16. 
Revelation chapter number 6, talking about the reverence, okay? Look at chapter number uh, uh, 6, verse number 16. Verse 16, maybe I need to read 15 first to give us an understanding. 14. Let's start at 14. 14 says, And the heaven departed as a scroll when it rolled together, and every mountain and island was moved out of their places. And the kings of the earth and the great men, the rich men, the chief captain, the mighty men, every bondman, every free man, in other words, everybody, everybody. The Bible says, hid themselves, this is the latter part of verse uh, 15, they hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. They hid themselves. When, when heaven began to speak, then, then things upon the earth, man will hide himself. At least he will try to hide himself. Now, verse number 16 says, And said to the mountains, here come this reverence, And said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth upon the throne. That must have been a time, right? See, this is going to come in this time of revelations, but we don't know exactly when this is going to take place. But we know that it's going to, it's going to take place. It's going to take place because he says, now, he says, speaking to the mountains and talking to the rocks, to fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the what? The wrath of the Lamb. That must mean that there's going to come some things, some wrath of God that's going to come in, in this time frame in the book of Revelation that people will be so afraid. They're going to really be afraid because then they're going to see the, they're going to see the power of God. And they're going to begin to reverence God because they're going to run because they said, listen, this is the wrath of the Lamb. Now Jesus Christ is the Lamb. But there's going to be such a fear. And right now there is no fear. There, there is no fear. There is no reverence of God. But there will come that time of, of testing and where God will have to, to, to show himself up in, in our domain. And we're going to look at, at our last verse. I think this is going to be our last verse. Let's go to St. Luke chapter number 21. St. Luke chapter number 21. St. Luke chapter, chapter 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. St. Luke. Because we're talking about uh, a time of testing, and we're talking about the reverence of God. This, this is that fourth uh, thunder that's been revealed uh, through the Old Testament, but now we're into the New Testament, and that brings some more clarity to it. Now, uh, St. Luke chapter number 21, beginning at verse number 25, it says, And there shall be, and there shall be signs in the sun. Luke, St. Luke, chapter 21, St. Luke, chapter number 21, beginning at verse 25. It says, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth. Signs, sun, moon, earth. Elements, the elements of this world. The sun, the moon. Because you know the Bible talks about how the sun is going to become closer to the earth and begin to scotch men. See, the, the things are happening in the hemisphere that we have no clue. See, things are getting, God is setting things up uh, on a specific timetable. Now, it says this, he says, in, in the latter part of verse 25, it 
It says, and upon the earth, the stress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. Watch verse 26. Remember when it talks about the reverence of God? Verse 26 says, men's hearts failing them for what? Fear. And for looking after those things which are coming where? On the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. In other words, things will begin to happen here on earth that it will literally cause men's heart to faint. Mankind. It will cause our hearts to faint. So it is so important to understand that during this time and during this season that we have become more thankful and more grateful and have a greater reverence for God because there are things that's going to start happening up on the earth. And when, when, when those things start happening, we better know that our time is drawing nigh. It's, it's, it's very crucial. Now, I will not go into the, uh, uh, the fifth one because I said we're going